Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. I couldn't, I couldn't not laugh, dude. <laughs> I was just thinking, dude, you're like freestyling these intros every episode, and I love it. I don't know what I'm. Yeah, doing. it's amazing. I'm just having fun with it, as you should. As you should <laughs> uh welcome in ladies and gents to episode 51 of the random roommates podcast it's your boy still bank it's your boy i think it's johnny underscore skirt bag that's our twitter handles uh i think <laughs> uh, <laughs> together we are random room pod that's our, that's our, our that's podcast our Twitter handle, if you didn't catch that. <laughs> Only the OGs of this podcast are going to get these that inside joke. So if you don't know... If you don't <laughs> that's our intro. Get, if you don't get the that's our intro joke, go all the way back to episode one. Do yourself a fucking favor. What is it, probably like June or July of last year? Episode one is a super OG, bro. It's fucking gone forever. It's on from Instagram Live. Oh, yeah. I, I, we're talking episode one. Like, yeah, episode one, episode, episode one. Episode one, episode one. Then we're going back a few years, and that shit is somewhere out there, but it's nowhere to be found. In the ether, I think. That's what they say. Yep. Um. So we're really on, like, episode probably, like, what, 75? Yeah. Um, this is the longest run high. we've been on, which is awesome. Yeah, 51, 52 on Monday. 52 on Monday. That's that's right there. That's an episode shabby. a week for a year, and we've been doing it less than a year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Fucking consistency, man. It's you been fun, dude. It. It's been fun. Um, it's been a blast. I don't know. I hope some of our friends will, like tell their friends about it because more of our friends text me about it. We were. Did Jordan text you about what we said in the last episode of about last him week? playing fantasy football? Yeah. No, no, no. I think I think in the pod that dropped on Monday, we were talking about fantasy and I said how Jordan wasn't in he wasn't he was originally in Orchids and then he left cuz he wanted the party and he didn't want to fucking do fantasy football. Um and he texted me about it and he was just like he was just like cracking up about it. Like sent me like that with a bunch of laughs. Like, he's like, "Dude, you're spot on." <laughs> Like, I'm, like, I'm not like I'm not out of here fucking you know just making shit up. That's how it was. Yeah, like, it was no. the same way. Yeah, dude, hey, if there's anything we know, it's our fucking boys. That's for sure. Come on, now. yeah, yeah. But it's dope that like they listen to it and shit. Um, it's good to know that people are actually listening. I yeah. honestly haven't looked at our analytics in quite a while. Just me either, dude. And I think it's because shit. well, yeah, that's definitely I'm, been a I think main I'm, problem. But I'm better off because of it by not looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Not better off, but like I just don't look at it because it's like it's like the gym, dude. If you look for results every single day, like you're not going to see genuine change. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with this. Yeah. Like if you like go to yeah, the gym fair. and work out and come home and look in the mirror every day and be like, oh, where do I look better than I did yesterday? You're never going to see like results because you're constantly just like checking. But this is just like yeah. the same thing, dude. Like. Not going to fucking blow up overnight, but as long as you love what you're doing, man, then it doesn't really feel like there's no pressure on, on you. No, nah, dude, no pressure at all. We're just hanging out. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. Things will come. Yeah, hopefully one day they do. Wouldn't it be sick? Maybe one day. I if, don't know, like, we'll see. one day we just have, like, 
our podcast blows up and one day we had to just have like a studio house out in like the mountains of Montana. We're like, yeah, like we're going out there. Like it was our job to go out there like for a month straight out of every year and then just record as much content just because we could. That would be fire flames. Like, dude, Kenny and I and our wives and our families are going to be out in this house on Montana for a month. Like y'all can come through at any time within the next month. But this is our fucking, we go out here and just record a bunch of shit. Fucking shred some gnar. Have a good time. Yeah. Dude, it would be cool. We could have, like, our friends come and visit and shit. Um, And we could just record content with our boys. So, Chris Long was at Vegas. He has a sponsorship with WinBet. So, there's, like, a WinBet casino there. They had had him up in some, like, room or some shit. They had, like, a studio there for him. Um, And he had a bunch of people coming through, dude. He had, like, so Aiden Hutchinson, who went number two in the draft. Yeah. Um. He like stopped by Chris Long's podcast and was talking for a while. And like they're both like DNs. Like they like are you kind of like cut from the same cloth. Chris Long was a number number three or number four overall pick, maybe number two, top five, dude. Like yeah. So he like knows what it's like to like have like a franchise like put that much of an investment in you. And like he kind of told him that like look like you like need to like do something big for this franchise and like he will, dude. He's a stud. Aiden Hutchinson's a stud, but um. And he had, like, a bunch of other people come through. Like, Julian Edelman came through. He said Julian Edelman was fucking zonked. He was, like, a fucking zombie. He was so fucked up. Um, and he just had, a sh- like, a bunch of different people come through. And it was cool. Um, and he does that. He did that, I think, Pro Bowl weekend. And they, they have a bunch of shit going on. So he, like, went down to Pro Bowl weekend and was hanging out and was, like, recording. And, like, random people would stop by and hop on set. That's fucking awesome, um, dude. But if we had something like that with, like, if yeah. we were out of Montana, like, recording, like, regular episodes... But then also, like, if our boys came through or some shit, like, we'd, you know, hop on with them and, like, get some banter with them. We have random motherfuckers that we meet come through. That would be cool. That would be cool, Just, like, link up with random-ass dudes on the mountain or, like, in, like, bars or whatever. And, like, if they have a cool Hey, man, we got a house on on top, like, come on our podcast. Yeah, that would be sick, dude. Yeah. We'd need some kind of credentials, though, because they'd be like, are you sure you're not just going to bring me here and fucking murder me? <laughs> That's how we get you with our fucking podcast. Ooh, yeah, our Mountain Room podcast. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, random roommates. Huh? You don't see no fucking random than me. Just two regular Joes. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking hilarious. And that's what it is, dude. Sometimes the serial killers just look like regular-ass dudes. Yeah. That's the most terrifying part about it. Wasn't the one dude was like super charming? What's that bull's name? That's what they all pretty much all are, dude. They're all just massive manipulators. They're nice with it. Did you, did I send you the TikTok of Cody Ko's podcast where they were um, listening to Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe? But what's his name? Um, One of the, one, I forget his name, but one of the like hosts of the show started just going, like singing to the tune of call me baby and he's just like so here's my basement i'm john wayne gacy and just makes like a whole song about john wayne gacy and then fucking cody's like who's john wayne gacy and he was like bro he's like the serial killer from like the 70s that dressed up like a clown and like lured like young men into his basement and killed them he was like oh and carly ray jepson wrote a song about him (laughs) (laughs) dude it was so funny bro uh, that's like, awesome. that's some shit Waldo would do, dude. Just start freestyling like Carly Reed, Carly Ray Jepsen to call me maybe, and just make it about John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah, put some real dark shit in there. Yeah, uh, 
Oh, that that had me a good chuckle. Um, you want to talk sports since this is our sports episode? Yeah, yeah, I what think eight minutes is a today? decent intro. <laughs> um, I mean, look, this is where I've been thinking about getting a drop, but, but I forgot to say it. I forgot to get it. I mean, from our last episode, I was talking about you spreading spreading the news, spreading, spreading the, the news, news far and wide. Is that what we're yeah, doing? Yeah. Are we spreading so the got, news right now? We're spreading the nudes, baby. Oh, dude, we're all right. Let's fucking get but are, into are it. Are they like are they like dick pic and booby pic nudes, or are they like noodles? No, these nudes are just straight up Aaron Judge hitting four hundred forty five foot tanks in left field of uh, Toronto. So this is the only nudes mm, you're getting, baby boy. You got nude nails? Maybe. Could you imagine if fingernails weren't a thing? No, I meant like the color nude, like that girls get their nails painted. Oh, I didn't know that was a or thing. dudes, in this case, Aaron Judge. Yeah, it's like a color. I've literally painted my nails before multiple times, and I didn't know that. Have you painted them nude? Nope. <laughs> well, Ready? you I'll should do that right think now. about it, dude. Nude. Look at that. <laughs> and then people are gonna think you got no you got no fingernails. You got no I fingernails. barely have fingernails to begin with, dude. I'm a crazy fingernail biter. Look at that shit. Yeah, I buy my shit too, but not that bad, bro. You got. Oh, no I'd be fucking. Hands. All right, let's start spreading. Like the a corn on the cob. Yeah. So the Yankees are on an eleven-game heater right now. Um, I mean, not not to suck their own dick or anything, but the best team in baseball. They have like a plus fifty run differential, which is like triple of what they had last year at this time. Um, they're playing small ball, dude. And it's fucking awesome to see because we haven't had that style of Yankees baseball in like three or four years. It's like, obviously, I love the home runs, right? And I love seeing the home runs. But, like, there's something different about the Yankees playing small ball, like seeing them score runs, like, on singles and doubles and stealing bags and shit. Gets me excited, dude, because we haven't had that for so long. and We've been a good team without it. So, like, mixing that in with the way our pitching has been right now. Like, I think we have one starter – on our rotation that has a higher ERA than three right now. I think it's Sevy because he had one like blunder in Kansas city, but everything's clicking on full cylinders. We're fucking and hopefully going to sweep the Jays tonight. Um, we got nasty Nestor on the mound. So that's an exciting thing to follow. Um, but other than that, dude, I'm just, that's all I got to say. Like, keep it fucking rolling, dude. Let's see how long this uh, little win streak we got going on can, can keep going for. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I sent you guys the tweet today. Yankees, Mets, Angels, Dodgers. This is the first time that those four have le- ever led their divisions all at the same time. That's crazy. That is Mets crazy. Are, are hot that, right now. Yeah. Um, dropped one to the Phils. Dropped one to the Braves. Um, did you see Buck Showalter got a one-game suspension? For the Cardinals bullshit? No, 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 because um, – and I think they had a pitcher get suspended as well because um, he threw – I mean, the MLB says that he threw at Kyle Schwarber after Kyle Schwarber hit two dingers off of him. Um, they said that they that the Mets threw at him and Buck Walter got suspended a game. Dude, Lex was heated. 
she was That's like legitimately angry about it. Yeah. She's like, all oh, this shit, dude, like Arjun's been getting thrown at like all season and like one time this is what happens. Yeah, and I that think is kind of fucked. Her guy, one of the Mets, I think, almost got hit earlier in the game. And she was like, what the, like, why, why, why don't they get suspended? And I was like, well, because Schwarber hit two fucking dingers off of you, also Max Scherzer <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. And, you know. Was it Scherzer that hit know, him? It wasn't Scherzer that hit him, was it? Or tried to? I don't think it was. I don't think so. Um, but I was just like, well, there's like, you know, plausible path to the Mets wanting to hit him after he goes yard on you twice. Yeah. Um, but she was like legitimately heated over. I just thought it was funny because like, she's right. It's ridiculous that they got suspended for that. And the Met, like you said earlier, the Mets have been hit like more than any other team, like by a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like I don't think it was intentional at all. Don't think it was intentional, but it just automatically puts a target on their back to be like, all right, they're going to be like the most like willing team to retaliate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is tough because it's like, dude, you're hitting everybody. And it's not even been like, oh, you're getting hit on the knee. Like there's been a few of those Mets guys who've gotten hit in the face. Like what? Uh, yeah. Like they've like Peter Alonso has been hit in the dome twice. Um, they've had a few other dudes get hit in the head a few times. Yeah, Lindor. It's it's been like their franchise guys too. Not like, not that they have many schmucks on the team, but no, they're pretty solid, dude. Their schmucks are Brandon Nemo and Jeff McNeil, who have been great, and Dom Smith, who's always good. Oh, uh, fucking Matt Chapman just put the fucking Blue Jays up one nothing with a home run against the Yanks. It's only, the sec- it's only the second inning, though, so. Yeah, but the Phils are dookie, dude. 11-13. and 13. Lost to the Rangers last night. That's a tough loss. What it's is not it? super enjoyable. I haven't been watching many Phils. Like, what is it that's not clicking? Is it the pitching? It's – no, no, no. The thing is, it's – it's mostly, like – the defense is, like, sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Um – I think the defense is, like, better than it's been. Um, I think a lot of it is, like, when it happens, like, all of our hitters, so everybody's hitting, and then everybody's not hitting. Like, it's like they all get hot together and cold together, so, like, there's nobody to, like, pick up the slack when they're not all hitting. Yeah. Um, So then we have sometimes lulls where, like, sometimes the bats just, like, can't get shit going. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to get momentum as a team like that when you get fucking combined no hit against the Mets. Like, that's not very good. Yeah. The worst thing, dude, is when your pitcher goes out there and gives you like seven, six or seven strong innings of like two earned run ball. It's like two nothing. So it's like not a, yeah. lose, it's not a game you're going to automatically lose, but like, and then like on top of that, your offense just can't do shit. Like, those are the worst types of games to watch yeah. as like a fan of your team. Yeah. That happened a lot and with that's the Yankees last year. Well, uh, it's still early, know, dude. dude. It's still it's early. A long season. Yeah, it's you know people. I think that's one thing that sucks with like baseball Twitter's because people don't realize how long the season is and they just like overreact a lot to a lot of things. And I definitely saw that with the Yankees of this year so far because we started off pretty bad. We lost two out of three to the Orioles, and everyone's yeah. just like, it's the same fucking team, and now it's like, this team's winning the World Series, which I'm definitely, like, fucking, you know, 
suspect of doing on that train <laughs> yeah i do it is that that's just me being a fucking stupid ass well, you're Yankees on that train fan, every year i know that's just the yankees fan in me that's like, just you, you being dumb train, as johnny dude. uh i would say most yankees fans are react the same way as i do it's very quick to overreact about things but also like yeah two all weeks from now if we lose like the World if we go like three and year. seven if we go three and seven in our next ten, i'm just gonna be like it's the same fucking shit they look good and then they look really bad so I, yeah. I I don't I can't have an opinion I can't have an opinion on like any baseball right now standings wise. Yeah, there's too much baseball to be played, but the Phillies need to start playing better if they want to do anything in this league. That is a true statement. Um, next on our list, bro, we got the Premier League. I honestly don't even know what happened. I didn't put any effort into this doc today because I was upset about Champions League ball. Um, <laughs> but let's see. City and Liverpool both won this weekend. What were this weekend's games? Liverpool beat Newcastle 1-0. Uh, City beat Leeds 4-0. That's, that was nice, I guess. Oh, Everton beat Chelsea. That one hurt. I watched a little bit of that game. I'm so upset because I want Everton to get relegated, and that yeah, win really makes boat, it hard dude. for them to get relegated. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't yeah. Give, like Chelsea, they're gonna finish third just because of like where they are. Like, so I, and they can't finish second, and I don't think they can finish fourth. Um, I just want Everton to get relegated, and I don't think <laughs> just it's gonna have some anymore, excitement. So I'm upset yeah. about that. <laughs> um, Tottenham beat Leicester, Arsenal beat West Ham, and Man U beat Brentford. Um, so let's take a look at the table. We have Arsenal in fourth with 63 and Tottenham in fifth with 61. Actually, Chelsea only have 66 points. So Arsenal could finish third, right? 34 matches played for all of them. Except for Man U are in sixth with 58, but they have 36 played. So they're probably... Staying where they are, yeah, or dropping probably, maybe, yeah. but probably not. They're probably staying where they are because they have fifty eight, and then West Ham are in seventh, and they only have fifty two. So that guy, so they'll probably stay. Yeah, Man U's probably. What are they? Um, in? They're in sixth now. Yeah, yeah, that's tough because they're not going to have like, you know, I don't know, with Ronaldo's whole thing. I don't know if he's going to stay there or not, but it's going to be tough if he stays at Man Dude, U. He doesn't have Champions bro. League. He's ball. fucking. Just dying to keep that team alive for fucking Europa League ball. Yeah. Where do you think he goes if he does um, leave? I don't know. Holland's going to City. Apparently, it's like as Europe? good as done. What if he came Ooh. back to Real Madrid to retire? Benzema would be pissed. You think he'd be pissed? I think I don't think he'd be pissed, but I think he'd be like, fuck. Because he's been balling since Ronaldo's been gone. Like, now that he has all yeah. like, that freedom and open space, he's been and if an he absolute came, if Ronaldo menace. came back, he'd probably come back as a striker, not as right. a winger. Right. I think that's the only place now with the um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he'd go back to Real. No. What if he just like, fuck this, I'm teaming up with Messi. PSG just snag him. Because they're losing Mbappe. I think Messi is going to be out of PSG. You think so? Yeah. Where do you think he's going? I can see him coming to America. Yeah. 
I could see that. That would be cool. And just be like, fuck it, dude. Leo Messi, the Philadelphia Um, Union striker. Dude, he would would just come back and, like, I feel like he would hang out as a center forward, like, just like a nine, and it would just be, like, easier than training for him. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. He would would be the fucking golden boot winner every year he's in the MLS. He would be the. He would be chilling. He would be the best player in the league simultaneously, and like he would just be a fucking superstar. He would, you know, he'd go to NYCFC, or you know, maybe New York Red Bull or one of the LAs. You know what I mean? Or he'd go link up with David Beckham in Inter Milan or in Miami. Dude, if he went to NYCFC, but he'd go he to a big market and Yankee he'd be a Stadium. star. Yeah, yeah. He'd sell out every single place that he went to. He would sell out. Dude, that's crazy to think. If he came over to the MLS right now, he would be like the equivalent of like LeBron in his prime. Like for the in the MLS. Like or like terms. LeBron now, or maybe LeBron like a couple years ago. Because like Messi's like at the end of his passes. Right, but I think the gap between European football and like MLS football is like a lot bigger than I mean the NBA it's not doesn't get any better than that, but yeah, that's true. That's you know what true. I mean? When you like, like think that about, gap like, of skill, skill like wise, adds a lot to Messi's like longevity of his career. Yeah, 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 like. yeah. Probably he could probably come here and play until he's fucking forty five. Easy. It's the Tom Brady dude. Yeah, he like <laughs> as long as he doesn't get hurt yeah. and he like doesn't have any major injuries, I think he could. And I think he's the type of person that would. Yeah. I could see it, dude. I could see him coming coming to uh, America and just like wanting to see what it's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be because awesome. he would be such a star here. Imagine if Messi and Ronaldo came over at the same time and had like a Messi versus Ronaldo debate in like the MLS to end their careers. That would be sick. What if they were like LAFC and LA Galaxy, or LA LA Galaxy and like NYCFC? So it's like one's East Coast, one's West Coast. Yeah, yeah. That would be fresh. Either like, either I would want them to either be like so close to each other that they're like Subway Series type of like rivals, and we see it all the time, or where it's like ones in the Eastern Conference and ones in the Western Conference, and we're fucking see you in the final, meeting once or twice a year for an El Clasico, and we're meeting in the final. That would be fucking off, dude. That is like a wet dream for the MLS. Yeah, it is. And, dude, every single game that Messi or Ronaldo go to is sold it's out. If, out. If it's an away game, it, if it's an away game, like, those fans would like, never get to see this. Like, dude, I'm marking that one on the calendar, and I'm getting tickets, and they're going to be fucking bread. Yep. And then it's, For like, every game, if dude. you – yeah, if, if they're a home team, people are going to go to that every time, dude. Like, every single time, one of those two subs on the field is going to be sold out. And they're going to be like 40, 39, 40 years old. And it doesn't matter. Awesome, they're still going to be the best ones on the field. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Should we get into the game? Um. Yeah, we can, we can do that. All right. I'll let you go first if you want. Um. Tough fucking day for Kenny. 
so Villarreal go up two nothing against Liverpool in the first game, and that made that game uh, tied on aggregate. But Liverpool then were like, "All right, we're gonna stop fucking around." They scored like three. It was easy money. Um, that's all I got for that game. Liverpool are moving on. Never, yeah, I mean, never kind of never a doubt really ever. I mean, we were saying the same about the Villarreal Bar- or uh, Bayern game. We're like, I mean, dude, Villarreal doesn't have a chance, and they made it through. They squeaked through. So yeah, this Liverpool yeah. team is just different. I feel dude, like they if fall Liverpool back and, and Bayern they, and they tied it up. Yeah, dude. If Liverpool and Bayern matched up, I think Liverpool probably beats them. I mean, I say that now because they've lost to Villarreal and stuff, but I don't know. This Liverpool team is just like different, man. No, Liverpool's the solid squad, and they're all healthy, and that's something that they lacked last year. They weren't all healthy last year, and the right. year before that, uh, or whenever they won, like the, whenever they won the Champions League, they were all healthy. And when they're all healthy, dude, they're fucking nice. Yeah, um, my uh, but they're my only like concern is like, what if this final Liverpool Real Madrid is just like Mo Salah's revenge game in the Champions League final? That's well, yeah, like it could be. That's like if if, if, if Destiny wants like, Real Madrid because he wants the rematch. Yeah, and that's terrifying coming from Mo Salah. Like, yeah, I guess. Like but when also, it, like, how many times are, are do you see people being like, oh, like, we want so-and-so, and then they get fucking smoked. That's true. And I think this Real Madrid team definitely has something, like, different about them compared to the rest of the teams in the Champions League because they've just had, like, this magic of, like, never being out yeah, of the game, dude. dude. Like, it's been crazy, like, mind-boggling. Yeah. And um, I think that, like, if that just carries on, dude, and we just, like, we're in for an exciting-ass fucking final, which I hope we get. Also, I wouldn't mind like a four zero, just absolute floor wipe. But, dude, there's yeah, me. I, I can't even. I can't even explain, like, the football that we've seen from Real Madrid in the Champions League this year. It's been like one game after another, just craziness after craziness after craziness. Magical runs, dude. After magical magical run. runs. Yeah, it's wild, dude. So in today's game, because we didn't really talk about it at all. City go up. Mars hits a fucking laser late in the game. City are up. This the game's pretty much over. It felt and like a dagger. That's then, how bad it was. Like Mar- yeah, like and then Mars's Rodrigo goals. scores in the ninetieth. They and honestly, dude, Real Madrid had like no chances. Like yeah. for most of the dude, game, our they first goal that they our that first they goal was a sh- our first shot on target. Yeah, and then. Rodrigo scores again in the 90th plus two. And that was just so deflating because I knew that there was no way we were going to get a goal. Like, that stadium was fucking rocking. The momentum, like, just just the momentum of soccer. Like, I I just had a feeling that we were not getting, like, a goal after that. And then... After... Yeah, dude. After that happened, I was... I can, like, almost confirm how you felt because as of... Real Madrid fan, I was like, there's no way we lose this game. Like, there's, I felt like that was the game winning goal, dude, just tying the game. Like, that's yeah. how it felt. Yeah, yeah. Because we were never going to get one. I mean, unless you go to PKs and anything can happen. But if it, if the game's ending before PKs, like, Madrid's always going to win in that situation. Like, coming back, two goals in fucking less than two minutes at home in front of your crowd, dude. Yeah, I, Amazing. uh, so, dude, I had... And De Bruyne had been subbed out. 
Dude, well, that's what the commentators were saying. So he wasn't in for all overtime. They were like, I'm sure Pep, this isn't Which like hurts. the 11 that Pep wants to have out on the field to finish a game right now. Like, it's just the circumstances of this game where they scored two so late. It's like, there's nothing you can do about that. I was like, yeah, that's tough. Right. Right. What were you going to um, say, though? Oh, oh, I was so... Dude, after Mara scored and it was one nothing, like another 10 minutes went by... And I was finishing up my work day, so I was like, Maggie just got to work, so I gave her a call. I was like, yo, what's up? And she was just, like, listing stuff on Facebook Marketplace that she's trying to get rid of before she moves out. And all of a sudden, like, Rodrigo scored that second goal. I was like, oh, shit. Like, all right, that's cool. Like, even then, after the first goal, I was like, I mean, still kind of hurts, dude. Like, if we don't let that one in, then it's, like, a whole different feeling. And then I was just, like, still talking to her on FaceTime. And I look up and I see fucking Carvajal whipped across in and it comes off Asensio's head, like barely. And then Rodrigo just like yeah. turns it into the, like the top, like right under the crossbar, dude. And I just started screaming, dude. And Maggie, like, dude, I screamed like seven times before I gave any sort of context. So she was like, dude, what is going on? I was like, this is the craziest fucking soccer game I've ever watched in my life. Not even close. Like I'm sitting there yeah. like I can't breathe and I'm yeah. screaming, dude. It was wild. And then I was just like, oh, man. I instantly thought of you. And I was just like, dude, he's probably hurting. I feel so – I felt so bad, hurting. dude. Because that's not even like – You know what I mean, dude? You go from like solid like 1-0 victory like for the whole 90 minutes. Like we, you guys shut us down the entire game. And then like for that to happen, dude, I was like, bro, if I was on the other side of that yeah. right now, I would be feeling it, man. I'm so I, – like I felt – I genuinely felt bad. <laughs> So then we go into extra time. City give up a PK. Benzema buries it. That's all she fucking wrote. Call it a day. Real Madrid into the Champions League final. And honestly, dude, I hope that they win because, well, I mean, first of all, like, it's obviously fuck Liverpool. Um, yeah. But then on the other hand, it's like I would like for Liverpool to win because then it's like English dominance, right? Like all the years of, like, Spain – where it was, like, Barcelona and Real, like, at the top forever. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So part of, like, the English legacy, like, if, you know, I'd like for us to be able to get – like, if we're, like, dominating Premier League in a time where, like, the English teams are dominating Champions League in general, that would be pretty cool. But, yeah. No, that's – I mean, dude, that's the, how the I The run am too. for Real Madrid had just been so magical, right? Like – Every game, it's like you guys were counted out. This game was over. You're eliminated. Good run without Ronaldo. You guys, you know, Benzema, you, ha- you had a great effort, but you're going to fall short this year. Against Chelsea, against PSG, or against PSG and then Chelsea, and then against City. And every time they came back and won. And, dude, you just got, like, you got to finish the run. You can't be, like, you, how many times have you been counted out? You can't be counted out anymore. One more. And it's not even for, like, a whole, oh, they have a second leg. Like, it's just a one and done, dude. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch. But then again, they've won, every, they've won every round of the match out, of the knockout round in the second leg. Right. Which is. But I don't know. I, I don't think it's like that. I think that they got it in them, too. To get the job done, I, I also a good squad, dude. I also think the way like there's it's not because of like the team. I think it's the way that Ancelotti like coaches and like has like like he's just like his tactics. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he really like you could yeah. tell both teams today for the first like what was seventy five minutes in when until Mario scored, they were both kind of just like sitting back and kind of waiting for somebody to make a mistake, and they weren't taking like any 
any crazy look offensive chances. But then, you know, when you guys scored one, that obviously put us in a situation where like, all right, we got to fire on all yeah. cylinders. I think that's just kind of the way that Ancelotti yeah. plays most games. Um, and then with Champions League knockout stages, he knows he has two games. So he's just like, oh, well, let's play the long game here, which is, I'll tell you what, it makes for entertaining football, dude, but it can be terrifying. Dude, sometimes. he props to him because he's the first manager ever to win all five European titles. Really? English, Italian, Spanish, French, and Germany. He's won all of them. He's the only manager ever to do that. Be it when they secured the the dub this weekend, Real Madrid in La Liga. Dude, that low key might be like the greatest managerial stat to have, like under your belt. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, sure he's like got think a few of all the goat like managers. Leagues, right? It's like Pep, Sir Alex Ferguson, maybe Jose Mourinho. Like most people wouldn't put Carlo Ancelotti in that that tier of coach. I feel like he kind of deserves no. it, dude. Like he's won a lot of trophies with Real Madrid. Yeah. He just won the league again with them. Um, like I don't know. Like, does he have any any champion leagues? Yeah, he won La Decima with. He's Real got Madrid. to right. He was the one twenty fourteen when I'm Sergio Ramos on. had like that ninety third minute game tying header. Off a corner kick. Oh, he's won three. Twice with AC Milan and once with Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ancelotti's in that discussion. He's one of two to have dude. managed in four different finals. Like, he genuinely might be the GOAT. Yeah. Um, one of only three other managers to have won it three times. So there's only two other dudes. The, I think Zidane's one of them, right? The Champions League. Um, or is he just uh, one? Yeah, twice? Bob Paisley, Carlo Ancelotti, and Zinedine Zidane. Paisley led Liverpool to three titles in five seasons back in the day. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I mean, I think, dude, Zidane must have done it like three and five. Because he took over in 2015. Um, dude, so England went on a run where Bob Paisley and Liverpool won it back to back. And then Nottingham Forest won it in back to back years. What the fuck? And then Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that Nottingham Forest has a back to back Champions League fucking in final. In 83, Hamburger SV won it. That's wild. And they were from West Germany, not just Germany, because of Berlin Wall and shit. That's fucking crazy. In 1991, Red Star Belgrade from Yugoslavia won it. I wonder why it's not like that anymore. Just so much talent in the other countries. Uh, Zinedine Zidane won three in three years. Real won three in Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it was time to be less than five. Yeah, Carlo Ancelotti won it in 03 and 07 with AC Milan. And then he won it in 2014 with Real. About to be 2022. So we'll see. Maybe he gets another one now. Props to him, man. I, I've always I loved... Hope so. I think it would be fun. 
I've always loved watching like his style of football when he manages Real Madrid. It's just like fun, like yeah. counterattacking football, dude. Like watching Vinicius is He's so a stud. fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. Vinny's good, and it was so like huge to have Kyle Walker back this leg because and like he was a little dinged up, but like he was hit, like it was like a big difference having Kyle Walker on Vinny versus Fernandinho and John Stones. Yeah, yeah. Like a Fernandinho. big difference. Fernandinho um, and Vinny both missed a sitter today, though. Yeah. Dude, I had a parlay going, and fucking Vinny didn't get a shot on target. And that's yeah, the only leg that didn't one. hit. Damn. What was no, the rest of your parlay? I had um, Phil Foden one shot on target. He fucking yipped that volley at Coach Oh, Paul. yeah. Um... Both teams to score, and the Vinny something else. I forget though. Yeah, Vinny, and I think another one though. I think it was a four leg, but I forget. And then I had one with Casemiro to get booked, and Casemiro didn't get booked, and I don't I'm, know how because he should have two yellows in the yeah, first half. Yeah, yeah, that referee. He literally bad, both dude. of those should have been yellow cards. Yeah, the second and one, neither of them were. Well, the first one, when you texted us and said, oh, I had him in my parlay, I was, like, pulling into my driveway. I, I thought he got lunch. a yellow. I thought the ref showed like, him yellow. So I thought he did have a yellow, and then he had that second foul where he pulled him down by Me the shirt. Too. I was like, did he just get sent off? Like, fuck, dude. And then nothing. I was like, whoa. He right. should have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no yellow there. No yellow on the first one because fucking Laporte and Modric got into it, so those two got yellows. And then he didn't – I can't believe that he didn't get a yellow. Yeah, that's wild. What were his odds on getting one? I think it was like plus one fifteen. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably got to so be like a close to fifty fifty. Yeah, that's um, tough, dude. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, whatever. Fucking way she goes, Vinny, dickhead. Um, he's gonna be a menace for years to come. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that ref was trash, dude. The the PK like it's probably the right call to call the penalty. It's like that's like a huge call to make, and it's definitely a soft penalty. Like he yeah. didn't like step, he didn't step on his foot or anything. Like he, he just like grazed the sides of the side of him, and like the just the direction that Benzema was moving. Like I'm like it's a penalty, it's the right call, but it's a little bit soft. And then later in the, like towards the end of the game, like hundred seventeenth minute. Sterling like splits between two Real defenders like oh, just I saw outside that. Yeah. the eighteen. He literally gets hit by both of them. He gets fouled twice, and the refs like, "No, that's not a foul. We're gonna we're gonna keep yeah." Keep it, it was like pretty pretty much the same like, type bro, of contact what? from the penalty. I think if uh, yeah, if he doesn't go down to his knee though to make that tackle, I think it's probably not a penalty. Like he had yeah, probably no, he had no reason to make that tackle. You got to know better. Yeah, dude, that and it's like he wasn't, he wasn't shooting. Gonna, like, if you're not gonna block the shot, you can't make that tackle. Right, right, and I think that's like one of the like when you go down to your knee like that, it just automatically looks makes any tackle look way worse than it actually is. Yep, yeah, but whatever, dude. Just fucking way she goes. I hope champion. I hope Real go win the whole thing, and the fucking assistant ref. He's on crack too. Three minutes of <laughs> of stoppage time in the second half of overtime. There's like, what, you dude, want you wanted more ridiculous. than that? Yeah, bro. 
You have fucking Matia was on the ground. Oh, my groin. I can't play. He's on the ground for fucking two minutes. And then he goes off. the, And then he comes back on just to go down a minute later. And it's just like there yeah, was just Kyle so Walker many Yeah, but Kyle Walker did stoppages. the same shit. And they only put added, they only added yeah, six and minutes you added on the after time 90. For it. Yeah, after 90 six. minutes. They added six. <laughs> well, for I 45. I felt like the I felt like the like added time for the games because dude, even if they added three minutes on, we still would have scored those two goals before. You know what I mean? So like the yeah, added yeah, time yeah, didn't yeah. really have much of a factor in like like I thought it was pretty like nah three was just really low. I was expecting I was expecting five, and I thought that would have been appropriate. And then I was like, they'll probably do four because that's just the way it goes. Then I was like, three. Three. It's crack. <laughs> That's what you're smoking. <laughs> uh, um, uh. Another reason that I really, like, obviously, like, would love a fucking Champions League trophy, but, like, this year, I want them solely to win it so that Benzema can win the Ballon d'Or. Like, I feel like that solidifies yeah. his Ballon d'Or if he wins Champions League. And if like- Liverpool win the Champions League... I think Mane has a really good case for Ball- for Ballon d'Or. Yeah, over Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't watched enough like Liverpool to really like follow I think, his. I think. I think Mane has the better international resume for this year. Oh yeah, because didn't Egypt like not make it? Like to the World Cup. I don't think they made the uh, World Cup, but I think Mane's team did, and I think they were in the Afcon final. Where is he from? Or Senegal or something like that. I think so. I think it's Senegal. Let's see. Sadio Mane. This boy is from. Yep, Senegal. That's cool. We had a uh, Uber driver Senegal. in Denver who was from Senegal. He spoke like twelve different languages. Yeah, Senegal. They won the Afcon uh, Cup in twenty twenty one, so I guess that doesn't count. Oh yeah, because this is for twenty twenty two. They. Oh wait. Oh wait. No wait. This is from. This says February seventh. Senegal beats Egypt to win Africa Cup of Nations trophy. This past February? Yeah. Maybe it was. Oh, yeah. And th- these videos are from February. Um, I think it's just the AFCON 2021 is the name of it. Like, it, it was mostly in 2021. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the final was in 2022. So they won it in 2022. It'd probably count, like, anyways, because don't they count, like, the 2021-2022 is the same season? Then, like, the 2020 Yeah, but not for Belong to Or, I don't think. Oh, it's, it's just calendar be... year? Yeah. If that's what it's supposed to be. Well, it's um, definitely going to be them three, right? Yeah, and then Senegal beat... Wait. World Cup qualifiers... So Egypt beat Senegal. Whoa, they had legs in here. Egypt beat Senegal one nothing, and then four days later, Senegal beat Egypt one nothing in the second leg, and then Senegal won three one on pens to qualify, and Egypt didn't qualify. Oh, that must have been the playing game. 
Yeah. Like, I think there's a playing game and it's two legs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing that actually. So yeah, I think Mane has like a good case. If they win the FA Cup, they already won the Carabao Cup. They've already won Carabao. They're in the FA Cup final. If they win Champions League. And they're like, what, two points behind Man City one. right now? One. They could win Premier League. Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. And then on top of that, you have Mane and Senegal beat Salah and Egypt, not only in the Africa Cup of Nations final, but also in the World Cup qualifier playing. Yeah. But Benzema. But Benzema. <laughs> um, did he? He just tied Ronaldo for the most goals in a knockout stage ever with ten. Yeah, Benzema scores in the final. Right, he holds that record for until the next guy gets twelve. Which is going to be a while. I feel like. Yeah, dude, he's had a historic tear. Yeah. I, th- I think he's going to win it just based off his Champions League ball alone. He's got 43 goals this this year. That's wild. In the Champions wild, League? Wild, wild. No, in all competitions. In oh, the 21 22 say, season. Dude, what the, I was like, that's like double, more than double what a fucking, what the record is, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure the most in Champions League is like 20, 19 or 20. Um, yeah, no, I think he's got 43. Yeah, he's been balling, man. You love to see it. Yeah. Um, it's more impressive. Ronaldo he's not holds like, a record with seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, forty-three in one Champions League season would be a lot. Sounds gnarly. That's an automatic trophy. Someone scores forty-three goals. Yeah, doesn't matter what team you play for. Your team could stink. You can get them all in the fucking group stage. Yeah, there's a balloon. <laughs> 43 goals in the group stage of Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> like, whole teams don't even do that, let alone single players. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it should be a good final, though, dude. I'm excited. Kareem Benzema has 15 goals in the Champions League this season. Dude, could you imagine if you fucking we win 3-2 in the final for on a Kareem Benzema hat trick? To win the Champions League and take that fucking record? Take the record. Take both records. The most in a knockout round or knockout stage. Most all time. Ballon d'Or, Champions League. La Liga title. Have yourself a season, kid. Oh, and he has 26 in La Liga. So what's that? Quick math. 41. I lied. Yeah. But he hey. might have some in other competitions. Uh fuck, dude. I you know, I hate the Yankees. Um, yeah, no, I agree, dude. I, I think Vinny has taken away a lot of like, not a lot, but like a definitely like a big chunk of Benzema's like chances too. Like, could you imagine if like, yeah, Vinny's had him. a really good year. He's had a great year, dude, and like he scored. I think he's close to like what, like eighteen goals or something like that in La Liga. Let's see. Uh, he has or 14 be... in La Liga. Okay. 14 in La Liga and 3 in Champions League. And 17 goals. Like, what's his, what's his like, season total at? 17. 
Oh, okay. As far as I know. It says zero in Copa America for him. It didn't have a Copa America stat for Benzema. That's weird. Copa, oh, because Benzema doesn't play in Copa America. He's in no. Europe. Uh, I didn't know if that was one of those uh, Spanish cups. I mean, it's like Brazil and shit like that. South no, America. I meant like Spain, the country. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll move on to our, our 10, 9, 8, 76er guys. Um, so we get past the Raptors. Fuck the Raptors. Fuck their fans. Fuck their media. Um, they were literally like everybody was cheering when Embiid got elbowed in the face and went down. Everybody was cheering. Um, the announcers were saying that he deserved it because he did the airplane fucking celebration after dunking on somebody's head. And then they were like, oh, yeah, he deserves it. Now he's got a concussion and a broken face, like literally a broken, broken cheekbone. Um, and he's out. I mean, he already missed game one. He's out for game two tonight. I don't know how they're doing. I don't really want to look. Is it gonna be a? Uh, is it gonna be like a face mask situation? Yeah, think? if he comes back for sure, it's gonna be face mask. Um, I mean, he's had the mask before. We've had a mask Embiid before. Um, yeah. So hopefully he can come back game three. Hopefully the Sixers get a win. When hopefully when I play this tomorrow, I'm like, yes, Sixers did get a win. But just steal one in Miami, and then Embiid comes back game three to a rock in Wells Fargo Center. Let's get it. I that's I love that scenario, honestly, dude. I yeah. was gonna say before you like got into the whole Embiid shit, I was like, this is man. I was thinking to myself, this is a tough episode for Kenneth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it is. Um, um I don't know, Philly but do you think the Sixers are good enough? <laughs> yeah, down. dude. <laughs> Sixers blowing it, fire season <laughs> over. Uh, hey, the Eagles had a good draft though. We'll get into that. Yeah, but, we'll get into it. Um, they did have a good draft. Um. Yeah, I mean, you think the Sixers are a good enough team to beat the Heat without Embiid? Maybe. Yeah. We lost by like 10. Um, In game one. I think we can do it. We shot horrendously, like really bad. Um, Like less than 20% from three, like 18 or some shit like that. Like her, like ridiculously bad. Like I don't think we can ever shoot that bad again. <laughs> Not this year in the playoffs anyway. And... Like, we still didn't lose by that much. Like, you you know, put, give us fucking 30% and that game's tied. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, And and also then it's like, you know, momentum swings or, you know, it cancels momentum when you're, when you're fucking clanking shots and you just can't get anything going. Kills you. Um, so if we shoot better, I think, you know, we definitely can. Um, just got to, like, stay strong on defense. I think defensively they played pretty well. DeAndre Jordan is shit. Doc Rivers is like, well, yeah, DJ's kind of our man, so whether you like it or not, he's going to be the one starting. And it's like, well, that's fucking stupid because he's bad. He was like a minus fucking 17 or some shit like that. Like, that's not good basketball, dude. And Doc <laughs> Rivers said, well, when he was in there, you know, we were really getting boards. Look at the videos. He fucking sucks dick getting boards. Doesn't box anybody out, people. Everybody's grabbing boards over him. And he had two rebounds, two in the entire game. And Doc is like, yeah, well, he's getting rebounds. Well, <laughs> You're not watching the same game as us, guy. I feel like Doc Rivers is the victim of, like, not knowing when to use, like, modern analytics with stuff. And he's just like, oh, like, you can only get so far without using numbers in sports He's just nowadays, a stubborn dude. old head, bro. Yeah. yeah I like exactly DeAndre Jordan, point. so I'm going to start DeAndre Jordan. But he's not as good. 
Oh, but I like him. He rebounds, but he actually doesn't. Like, here's the stats. He doesn't, and, like, the team is better when Paul Reed's in there. Yeah, but I like DeAndre, so we're, that's who we're going to play. <laughs> I love your uh, Doc Rivers impression. Fuck that guy. <laughs> going to make that boy deep throat my whole cock. Got to get that, that into a fucking drop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we probably scarred that Uber driver that one night. No, I'm sure he's doing great. I'm sure he, it's his favorite story to tell. Maybe he's like a podcaster, stand-up comedian, tells the same story, but like completely different. Yeah, from a completely like, yeah, different Yeah, there's two assholes got yeah, in the back of my car. Did you ever tell Judy to listen to the episode? <laughs> no, I haven't spoken to Judy. I should hit her Shame up. Shame on you. I wonder how she's doing. I don't know. You should send her a link to the uh, Monday's episode. We talked about you. Yeah. Hey, hey, you're on our podcast. She's going to be like, you went from talking about touching clits to fucking my airplane story? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, how right. random roommates goes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking way she goes. I think she would like that segment. Um <laughs> <laughs> the one about her not the touching clits one. Right, right, right. It's just, it's, to our listeners, that's going to sound funny. <laughs> I know what you uh, meant. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't think the Sixers can make it out of the East, honestly. I just don't think they're good enough to beat the Bucks or the Celtics. With or without JoJo? Either. It doesn't matter. Definitely not without. <laughs> um, I just don't think the supporting cast is strong enough this year. Um, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, but hey, swallowing it ahead of time is better sometimes. That's true. That's true. And then I can be impressed, and that's it. Hey, I tried to do it today with Real Madrid, and it backfired on me poorly. So backfired on you in a great way. Yeah, the best way possible. But I was like, I was. You had me sold on. Like the loss was in my heart, and I accepted it already. And you're dragging me back in. <laughs> Oh, but that's it's glory it's, for you. It's in the ending. orgasmic, dude. <laughs> the random room H draft. That's our drop. <laughs> or should we do this one? <laughs> because like we're talking about the birds, but we're still kind of talking about the draft, right? Um, Birds had a fucking beautiful draft, bro. Beautiful. I couldn't think how he could do something so sexy. And I want to kiss him on his stupid face. <laughs> um, So first, we trade up from our pick 15. We trade up to 13 in hopes of getting Jamison Williams, Alabama wide receiver. Detroit trades from 32 to 12. And they take Jamison Williams right in front of us. So we'll... There goes that. So the, the Eagles select Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Dude's a fucking beast, bro. Yes, He dude. is like 6'4", I think, 380 pounds or something. Or maybe it's 340. Um, one of those two. Over 300 pounds. He's a big dude. Um, and he runs a 4'4'8 at the combine. Yo, I watched his 40 and I said, this is a a man, like a huge <laughs> motherfucker. This is a beast. And he is moving, bro. He is moving. Big man's got wheels. Yeah, dude. And he's going to be like taking on like a lot of double teams by himself, which is going to be great for us getting to the fucking quarterback. He, this year. he is our next Fletcher Cox 
it's you know Fletch is it has been a cornerstone of this defense for a decade or more, um, and he's been an All Pro player at, like for his entire career, um, just an absolute stud, like a menace to to society when he's in there. And the good thing is, we don't need him to start right now. It's still going to be Fletch and Javon Hargrave at defensive tackle in you know the first line of the D. Right. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing. Our now our front two defensive lines are amazing. Like Brandon Graham's in our in our second rotation because we signed Hassan Reddick. You know what I mean? Right, dude. It's just beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Excited about that. And then we trade our 18th overall pick and a third rounder to the Tennessee Titans in exchange for wide receiver. AJ Brown. If you don't know, now you know. Dude, he's twenty four years old. You're, some of the rookies are fucking twenty four years old. Devonta's twenty four years old. I was gonna say, dude, him and Devonta are the fucking same age, which is AJ wild Brown to me. came out of the out of college so young, so young. So he is he is so young, and he's reunited with Jalen Hurts, dude. He's excited to be in Philly. He wants to fucking win. It's beautiful. We're leaving the first round with a stud. That's going to be are the future of our defense for years to come. And AJ Brown, one of the best wide receivers, probably the best wide receiver when you look at like skill to age. I mean, dude, he's instantly our fucking franchise guy. Like, yeah, if all goes gave well, him a, he's gave an him eagle a four for the year, next... hundred dollar million, hundred million dollar extension, hundred dollar million, hundred million dollar extension. Um, which is not terrible when you look at some of the other contracts that were going around to some of right. these wide receivers. Um, and like Devonta rookie deal, Jalen Hurts rookie deal, like got a lot of rookie deals and and got a lot of guys that are like older vets who are like not they're taking vet deals, they're not taking like prime of your age superstar deals. Right, dude. Just imagine a day where who knows this could be fucking early next season as soon as the fucking uh, preseason starts, but. Devonta Smith like takes that step forward and is just like a he's fantastic gonna. quarterback. He's gonna. You know he's gonna. He just has the mindset for it, dude. He's not like Wentz where he was like, you know. You mean you mean Hurts? No, I said he's not like Wentz where No, 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 no. You're talking about Hurts, so you said Devonta takes that step forward. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good catch. That's fine. You know you know what I meant. I was confused because I thought you meant Devonta Smith, because I was well, gonna say Devonta's gonna get better because now like last year, he's going up against cornerback one, and quarterback two is going against Quez Watkins or Jalen Rager. Like, okay, that's not or Dallas Goddard. Now right. AJ Brown shows up. Cornerback one plays AJ Brown. Cornerback two is on Devonta, right? So like Devonta's already not getting the best matchup there, and ne- and that's also going to free up Dallas Goddard a lot as well, and possibly provide some like Dallas Goddard on linebacker scenarios and like. This might be huge for Dallas Goddard. I think that's like the hidden piece. Just like a lot of people said Harden coming would be good for like Tyrese and Tobias Harris. It's like very similar to that. Like AJ Brown is going to unlock some of those other pieces that you don't even really think about at first. Right. Dude, that was literally my next point was Devonta Smith. That's I think why I said Devonta because I was like, dude, yeah. if he doesn't take the next step this year, like it's almost concerning because he's His being, route running he was good is last so year. Crisp. Yeah, dude, he was a fucking beast last year for, you know, what he was and our offense was. And yeah. then this year, he's not even going to have to face the same fucking defensive back that he was facing last year. But Jalen Hurts said it today in a press conference. He was like, 
look, this they've like they asked him a question about like Howie and Nick Sirianni showing their commitment to him over the offseason. He was like, they've like made it obvious, like this is my team, like they're giving me a shot, I'm ready for it, like let's go do the thing. But he needs to actually take the step forward, especially in his vision downfield. He missed Devonta open a lot. Like I guess sometimes he's scrambling when he misses them, but like you just got to take that step forward. You got to be able to read defenses better, like know kind of where the holes are going to be, like know what the defense is before the snap, know where the holes may be, know like your guys' tendencies and stuff like that. And I mean, him and AJ Brown are best fucking friends. Apparently yeah, they go dude. to each other's kids' birthday parties. Like that's how close they are. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude, just imagine if it's just like we somehow have like the next T.O. and fucking Chad Johnson on the same team. That'd be that's wild. Just, that's disgusting, dude, especially if Jalen takes that step and he like can fucking throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Like that opens up his running game. Like it opens up our passing game alone. It's our offense yeah. has the potential to be absolutely to be really insane, nasty. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like Chiefs pre Tyreek trade nasty. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be really good. Because Mahomes isn't running like Jalen Hurts is running. So it's No, nah, like, but here's the thing. If Jalen doesn't take that step forward, we have multiple first-round picks next year to go get a franchise guy. Right. Which doesn't hurt us on other aspects of our team like our receivers because they're already only 24 years old. Right. Right. So, I like it, dude. I like where we're at. Round two, we got Cam Jurgens. He's a center. Jason Kelsey loves this dude, says he since Kelsey has been like scouting college centers for the team, which has been like the past three or four years, this dude reminds him the most of himself. He loves them. Said today in a press conference, he was like, Yeah, he like reminds me of he reminds me of myself, but he doesn't want him to be like the same player as Kelsey. He's like he he's his own player and he has his own like things that make him special. Like, I don't, like I'm not going to try to make right. him like another replica of me. I'm going to try to make him the best version of him. He was like, I'll give him some tips and stuff along the way. And I'm hope I'm here to like help him like grow and stuff. And dude, I hope that we sign Kelsey like as soon as we can when he retires. Yeah, that would be fun. We already awesome, have the best dude. offensive line coach in the NFL and Jeff Stoutland. Dude's an absolute stud. But bring Kelsey in as some kind of offensive line specialist or some other kind of – like just bring him in in some capacity. He's going to be beneficial, beneficial to your team. Right. Even if he's just doing like scouting or some shit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be awesome. So excited about excited about him because we – so last year we drafted Landon Dickerson who's a center from Bama. But he got moved to right guard last year just because of injuries, and I think right. you know we'll probably keep Dickerson there for the future and have Jurgens at center of the future, which is nice. We're like building the you know the future of our line, especially right. you know Brandon Brooks is retired, Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey are old. You know what I was I mean? gonna say? We got a bunch of old heads on our line, and Mailata on le- on the left tackle, dude. He looks he looked really good last year. He looked yeah. he took a big step forward. He was, one of, uh, he was one of our most exciting players last year. I thought. I think so too. I think so too. Slept on, but I think so too. Um, and then round three, we get in the Kobe Dean. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? We that's a steal. What are the first time we talked about the draft? I was like, I want the Kobe Dean in the draft. That's why I want watch him in the national championship game. This dude is a playmaker, dude. He's always where the ball is. He's in on almost every tackle, dude. Absolute fucking stud in the Kobe Dean. He dropped because of uh, a pec injury. Dude, in the fucking third round, he was Mel Kuyper's number 17 overall on his big board. In and the he third dropped round. to the third fucking round. That blew my mind. An absolute steal. I, I love it. I'm, I, was, yeah. I was fucking so lit. That was – Lex and I went to – the Flyers game that night. 
We're at the game. Flyers lose, get fucking smoked. We leave early to go to Xfinity. The Mets are in the middle of their combined no hitter. And then the birds <laughs> draft the Kobe Dean, and I'm fucking jumping up and down. I'm like, let's go, baby. Are you fucking kidding me? I was literally telling Lex, I was like, dude, and the Kobe Dean's there. I was like, I don't know if we take it. Like, I don't know if that's a need of ours, but like, if he somehow drops to us, like, I would fucking love that. 10 minutes later, they're taking him, and I'm fucking hooting and hollering. <laughs> Just lost my fu- just watched my hockey team lose a fucking non thrilling game. The Phillies are getting no hit. Nakobe Dean, Nakobe Dean comes round. to the fucking Eagles in the third round, and my whole vibe is just fucking like a light switch, brother. Yeah, that's why I'm not too upset about this Man City loss. We're gonna move on to the next one, and it's gonna suck to watch the final. That's how that I minute. was coping when the when Real Madrid was losing. I was coping with yeah. the Yankees, dude. It's all it's all it takes. Um, we got Kansas linebacker Kyrich Johnson and a tight end, Grant Calcaterra, who's like a real good like receiving tight end. So I think he'll be nice as like a two to Goddard. Um, that's how we rounded out our draft. We snagged some dudes out of undrafted free agency. We got Britt Covey, who's like so nice in the kick return, punt return game out of Utah. Super electric. So he's going to be just like a specialist that does that and maybe fucks around in the slot a little bit on offense, like just because of it, like how electric he is. Like, get him a screen pass. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, fucking Sirianni loves the screen pass. He's going to fucking rip my hair out. <laughs> the little that I do have, he makes me want to rip it out. Um, so, like, maybe we do some shit with that. But he's, I'm excited about him. I think he's going to be fun. Um, and then we snagged three good corners who, like, a lot of people thought were going to get drafted Josh Joby from Alabama. Marion Goodrich from Clemson and Josh Blackwell from Duke. Um, Josh Jones, nice. I watched some of his take, some of his tape. I have not seen. I mean, I know like I've seen some clips on Twitter. I didn't watch needed some tape. secondary help, but I was after the third round. I just didn't even wasn't even paying attention to yeah. it. Yeah, and then Honey Badger fucking signed with New Orleans. That broke my heart. If yeah, the birds could have secured that. him, dude, I would have been uh, Man City. Who? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that would probably be the best defense in the NFL, honestly. If we signed, they'd, him. they'd be up there. The Saints are such a good defense, dude. They're always a good always, defense. dude. Yeah, and they just always. keep like restocking everywhere, bro. Like Jenkins is out. Okay, bring in the Honey Badger. Yeah, yeah, they've, they're just uh, they got Cam Jordan up front, defense. dude. They're they're good. They're always good. Um, and then to wrap it up here, dude, bunch of shots making the league. Dude, we had like four or five, right? Uh, way more than that, brother. We had really? Isaiah Likely, tight end, stud. To the Ravens, right? in the right? fourth round with the Ravens. So it's now it's him and Mark Andrews there. And you know Lamar loves his tight end, so maybe he gets some some action. Um, and then uh, Jeffrey Gunter, linebacker, defensive end to Cincinnati in the seventh round. I saw Cincinnati that. signed two of our other guys in as like undrafted free agents, we had nine undrafted free agents altogether. Eleven dudes going to the NFL. Who were who were the two that the Bengals signed? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I forget. Do you, know who, do you know who they were? All of them? No. Yeah, or just like a few of them. Uh, I know Silas Kelly got draft or got signed. I think to the Browns. C.J. Brewer to the Jets. I saw that one. Um, Teddy Gallagher to the Panthers. Somebody else whose name is like escaping me. Derek Bush, I think that's it. To the Bears. Those are all the ones I can remember. Um, But 
And then we also had one of our defensive backs got drafted to the Edmonton Elks number four overall in the Canadian Football League. Oh, number, number four, four overall. overall. I mean, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad at all. Probably getting Uh-oh. a nice little bag, too. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, hey, good year for Coastal Football, dude. Yeah, let's go. I was going to say, those are like all our studs from our uh, 2020 season. Yeah. Love seeing that. Yeah. Fucking killing it. Go get the bag. Don't fumble it. Don't fumble it, please. Let's just keep it rolling, Coastal. Like, get some... Keep the fucking football entertainment popping, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, for, the, I've been waiting for them to be a football school, so. The talent's been coming in. That's the thing. Right. And, like, over the past few years, like, recruiting has, like, really stepped up, I feel like. I think our uh, World's College World Series put us on the map a little bit, and we're like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. And then the football team started getting nice. I mean, they were nice before that. Um, yeah, they were good just, when they were D one double A. Like, I mean, went to the Natty Championship once and lost to fucking North Dakota State, as everybody does, you know. Right, it's fucking pretty Carson common Wentz. ending over there. But we'll see, dude. Hopefully, they can keep it up. Let's get a whole fucking like thirty five coastal players in the NFL. Yeah, like, I would love that. Yeah, man. Fire me up. All right. Y'all go have a good weekend. Make somebody smile. And don't forget. Uh, your next laugh's on us. Bada big bada boom. Smooch it.